Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. My name is Ben, and before we begin, you should know that this is a special episode you are listening to. When Trump began his run for president, he had to quit his role as host of a TV reality show called The Apprentice. And you may be aware that Arnold Schwarzenegger took over that role. But what you may not know is that on Inauguration Day, Trump personally called me up from the Oval Office to offer me the job of host of that show. I pitched some ideas to him, and he agreed that reality game show podcasts are the future of the medium of reality shows. So welcome to The Abentis. What's that? I didn't hear that. Our first contestant is a fan favorite. He's defended his title for over seven years. He's an expert stunt driving watcher and a grandmaster rapologist. He's Brian the Butcher Beefcake. What's going on, brother? Thank you for having me on the show. Big fan, big fan. Wow, what happened to your voice, Brian? <laughs> I'm in character. I'm not Brian. I'm Brian the Butcher Beefcake Man, and I'm here to defend my title as the number one whatever it is we're doing. I don't know if you want to with that voice. This is going to take a while. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, this is my normal speaking voice. Hey, hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Why do you think you'll be a good challenger for the Aventus? Okay, well, uh, I don't really know what we're doing or what the rules are, but um, I have a certain set of skills. I've got terrible penmanship, like 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 childish scrawl. Like it's hard to read. I can't even read it sometimes. So there's that. Um, what else? I can I can kick a football kind of far, oh. and mm -hmm, yeah, the ladies love it. That's I I can't tell you how many dates I've secured by uh, dropping and kicking a football pretty far. Well, will, will, uh, any of, will any of this help you keep your role as podcast host? I think, you know, I mean, the thing about being a podcast host is uh, you really draw from all aspects of your own life to uh, put into your, your craft, your art, uh, which is what we're doing. Art. And uh, this is art. This is high art, like the highest of art. <laughs> the artiest and, art can get. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the best art, the biggest best art. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's what we're doing. Uh, yes. I feel very confident that I will do very well at everything I do in life all the time all because right. uh, my parents told me I could be whatever I want. Everything like such as and. Mm -hmm. Such as so forth, as in the Iraq and the um, other. Middle Eastern countries, such as yes. Well, are you ready to meet your challenger for this week? Yes. Well, too bad. She canceled, oh. so we had to call someone else. Your challenger this week hails from all the way from ten minutes away from me. She's a professional car dancer and has a doctorate in dog memory. She is Caitlin, the new today slothkick. Yeah. All right, nice intro. <laughs> so, so, Sloth Cake, new today, Caitlin, what makes you think that you would be a good fit for replacement podcast host if Brian dies? What? What? Is, I didn't realize <laughs> well, that's what this was. It is. I'm, I'm really good at finding memes, for example. Well, this podcast is very few memes. I'm really good at Photoshop. Wow, you sound like a great challenger for this week. 
Um, I'm pretty good at rapping. Uh-oh, two rapologists? Ooh, yeah, stepping on my Yeah, I also have really bad handwriting. Like, my signature hasn't changed since third grade, honestly. So Whatever, does dog. My handwriting's way worse than yours. Ooh, it's handwriting fight. <laughs> ben has seen mine. Someone do a clapback. Ben's also seen mine. All right, so do you both want I to be, know? I'm really good at sound effects, like that clapback I just did. I didn't even hear anything. Okay, that one. Okay. So, are you both ready to conquer and win in the Aventus? Also, I like cat. Okay, but do you want to know how it works? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, and you both signed waivers? I signed, I signed waiver. Like a waiver, really I barely cookie. know her. Okay. I like your joke more. You're fired. <laughs> You're already lost. All right, so here's how it works. So it'll be a total of five events. This, <gasps> this competition will test you mentally, physically, emotionally, religiously, all of them. I'm not ready. I thought you were going to name a fifth one. You <laughs> <laughs> got no. to number five. You said all of them. No, no. This, this, yeah, the last one requires all four of those combined into oh. one event. Okay, okay. That's I how intent. This is like those mud races, or what's it called? Spartan? Spartan races? It's like those. We have to do crazy stuff, like come, climb underneath barbed wire and run really far. Like an, like an Iron Man competition. Yeah. Where... Yeah, like where they cook a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, no, it's where they walk around and spend a bunch of money and just say snarky stuff. The Iron Man competition. Boo. Well, there are a total of five events, as I told you. Whoever has the highest... Events? Events, yes. Everything is going to have been in it because, I mean, I'm taking my cue. Donald Trump is the producer of this special episode. I'm trying to do the way he would do it. Whoever has the most bin points at the end of the episode becomes the new Abentis and wins a super secret prize. Are you ready for event one? <clears throat> yes. I am. All right. Event one is the Ponder Dome. <laughs> so, the Ponder Dome. Two people enter, two people leave because we can't kill people. I will give both of you the same prompt. You will have to come up with punny answers for that prompt. And the challenger will have to begin the first round of this. That's you, the new today sloth cake. And then the Brian must come up with another answer that fits the prompt. Got a ping pong back and forth. If one of you either can't think of one or I deem your answer impossibly stupid, you will get a strike. Three strikes and we go on to the next round of it. And we have three different prompts for this round. You get one point for each answer that's, that works and is like funny and everything. Five points if you come up with one of the special answers I thought up before the recording. <laughs> so just if we say what you thought was funny? Well, I thought of one thing fitting each of the three prompts. So if you get that one, you get bonus points. Okay. All right. Now, I'll give you the first prompt. I'll let you think if you want to think first. But if you just want to go for it, you can do that too. Your first prompt is reality shows for dogs. Starting with a challenger, what is your first prompt? Reality show for dogs. A Barky and Idol. A Barky and Idol? 
Yeah, like American Idol, but a Barkian Idol. <laughs> okay, I guess not the one. It's not really a pun. You just put bark in the middle of another no. word. <laughs> Shut up. Now, see, if you went with that one, it could be Americanine Idol. Oh, yeah. Man, you're not looking good for the Aventus job. All right, Brian. Bark tank. Yes, you got my bonus point. Yeah, bark tank. Uh, Five points for Brian. <laughs> that was I that was actually kind of it sounds like I just told you that in advance now, but I did not. That was actually the one I wrote down. I got your secret email, Ben. I know what's going on. Wink wink. Caitlin, do you have another response? So you think you can whine? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh is okay. Brian? Yep, your turn. <clears throat> Dog chef? Dog. Okay, we'll go with dog chef. That's fine. Mm. It's weak. It's weak. I know. It's better than a Barkian idol. <laughs> no, that was so good. All right, Caitlin. The dachshund war. What is that one? Like the bachelor. You're just putting dogs in random things. <laughs> that is where you could have put bark. The barksler kind of works, or the barkslerette maybe. You know, I know. I think Brian won this round. Brian got five points. Caitlin has like maybe, maybe one. Sure, one. One point for Caitlin. Ah, uh, but I've got so many that you get to do. The Dog Amazing Race, Dog Cops, Dog <laughs> Big Brother. These do sound like Caitlin type answers. Dog Stars. What is Dog That's Stars? That's like Pawn Stars, but with dogs. Caitlin, how about Paw Stars? Shut oh, up. Pretty That's pretty good. <laughs> that would have been great. Bark Tank is the one I had, so Brian gets to five points. Caitlin gets one because I feel bad. Thanks, I guess. Prompt two. Let's see how this one goes, since I thought the easy one did not <laughs> did not go so well. <laughs> this one is Puppet Authors. Puppet Authors? Not authors of puppets, but authors who are puppets. Now, did you say authors or authors? Authors. Like, uh, I need to re I need to start over then. Them book writers. Do I? Okay. So let me walk you through my thought process. <clears throat> the more explanation, the morning. better. I woke up this morning about 6 a.m. Uh, you know, it was a little bit cold. I got up, uh, took a shower, got ready for work, had a uh, donut for breakfast, and a cup of coffee. Coffee, a little bitter. Not, you know, I, you know, I like my coffee black, but some coffee's a little too, too bitter. Okay. But, um, uh, what are we doing again? I forgot. Puppet puppets. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, okay. Sorry. Uh, so when you said puppets, I'm like, okay, I just need to think of some puppet words. And I thought of the word marionette and that's it. It's the only puppet word I can think of. So following, uh, that, um, I'm thinking, um, uh, William Shakespearean <laughs> Okay, no, Caitlin. Mannequin Bronte. Mannequin, mannequin Bronte. Yeah. Did you just add mannequin? Bronte, Bronte. Oh, oh! I thought you were just adding it before the name. There's so many Brontes. Okay, Caitlin, you will get a point for that. All right, Brian, you got a response? Uh, let's see. Okay, puppets. Famous puppets. Um, Lamb Chop, the most famous puppet of all. Uh, so, no, no, I've you got can't. nothing. 
All right, Kitten, you got any more? Wonder Maya Pinocchio. Instead of Maya Angelou? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Maya Angelou Pinocchio. <laughs> no, if you wanted Marionette, you could have uh, Marionette Shelley. Oh, that's good. But mm-hmm. my bonus answer, I thought for sure Brian would get, is Elmo Leonard. Oh, yeah. Oh, Elmo's a Pinocchio. Yeah, Elmo's a Pinocchio, you're right. (laughs) Elmo's a Pinocchio. That's why his nose is so big. (laughs) And your third prompt that I'm sure is going to go very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You will go first this round, Caitlin. It is presidential desserts or sweets. mm -hmm. So mash up a president with a dessert or sweet to make a pun. Caitlin, what is is your answer? James Mon Oreo. That that's pretty good, like James Monroe, but Oreo. Yeah. Right, point to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian. Calvin Cool Whip. Oh, that one's really good. Ooh. I'm giving that one two points because I loved it so much. Uh. It wasn't in the rules, but I make up the rules because I am the host. All right, Caitlin. Chester Cheetah Arthur. Okay, I'll count that. Uh, this I think they are kind of sweet. So we'll go snacks, I guess, too. Chester, Cheetah, <laughs> Arthur, I like that, so I'll give it one. <clears throat> Who knew okay. that presidential dessert would do better than reality shows for dogs? How about how about uh, Warren G. Hard Candy? Yep, Warren G. Hard Candy, point. Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> like the peanut butter? Yes. Okay, sure, fine, five. <laughs> you get another point. Not five points, you get one point, and that's fine. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this. Uh, I feel like this well might be dry at this point. Uh, neither one of us have gotten the the bonus answer, though. No right? one has. Would would you both like a hint about the bonus answer? Okay. It's one of our okay. latest five presidents. Oh, those those shiny new presidents. <laughs> Donald Crumpet. I like that. I did not think of that one, but I like that. So I'll give you a point. And it is not him. Because, spoiler alert, he was Orson Slade all along. <gasps> no! Andy Obama? That is really... That's good. It's not your turn, though. <laughs> it's Brian's turn. <laughs> I'm going to say Barack Candy Obama. Yes, Brian gets a point. <laughs> I will let you know you picked the right person, but got the wrong dessert. For Rocky Road. Oh, I'll give you a point for that too, Caitlin. That's not it though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Theodore uh, Red Roosevelt Vit Cake. Uh, all right. <laughs> Roosevelt Vit Cake. <laughs> I know what you're saying, so I'll give you a point. <laughs> Caitlin? Binja Jam Harrison. <laughs> Binja Jam. All right, fine. Another point. Are you both looking at this list of presidents? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, and then I, the food I, comes to you. I, I googled the word presidents, and now I'm just looking at the top of Me the list. Me too. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Great minds. <clears throat> um, Millard uh, Cream Fillingmore. Okay. I'll give that a point for creativity. Oh, oh, I have a great one. Richard Twixen. Yeah, Richard oh, Twixen. Okay. I'll give you two points because I particularly like that one. I feel like we're done. I don't know if we'll ever top Richard Twixen. All right. Are you both giving up, or does anyone want to throw out another one? 
trying to think of the candy for Barack or the sweet. Okay. Wait. Oh, wait. What? Wait. Oh, you got wait. one. Give me. Give me thirty seconds. Let me Google the word dessert in a second tab. It might not be and... listed as a dessert because that's why I had to mention sweets. Oh. Hmm. Also, I better Google and make sure it's real. You didn't just make up a dessert? Okay, it's real. All right, you got any more? Are you both done? Okay. Mm. Oh, oh, five, four, three, two, and we do say one. John <laughs> F. Candidy. <laughs> okay, John F. Candidy. Another point. That's dumb, but I like that one. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, Dermot oh. Hoover. Ah, uh, that's really good. Okay, you know I'll give you two points. That was so good. All right, are you done? We're done. <laughs> no, no, let's keep doing this. <laughs> I feel like I'm done. All right. So if you want, you you both scored very well that round. So much, Caitlin did especially well. So much so. That she has now caught up to you, Brian, and you got one of the special answers earlier. Oh, no. You were tied 12 to 12 after round one. How exciting. All right. My bonus answer for that was Peppermint Bark Obama. Uh, I didn't say my answers were good. good. You just have to match mine. <laughs> you just have to match it. <laughs> Doesn't have to be good. I thought of that one just because I had Bark Tank earlier. So the winner of round one is you were both tied. Or event one. Ooh. 12 to 12. Ooh. All right, and remember, went, you need these points for later. I went toe-to-toe with the pun slinger and came out not on top, but as an equal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this round, I couldn't think of a good name, so I... But it's like I got all of my points from that one thing. That's fine, though. No, that's fine. If you're, if you're good at one round of that event, that is enough to carry you through, and it was. And listeners, if you have any responses that were not said today, tweet us at HappyCast or on Facebook. We're HappyCast there. And hashtag dog shows, hashtag puppet authors, or hashtag candy presidents if you have any you want to add. Your second event is, I couldn't think of a better name, so I went with Podmen, like Mad Men, but Pod instead of Mad. <laughs> The way Podmin works, in this battle, you will have to pitch me three different items each. There will be three rounds. Each round I'll have a different occupation. You'll have a separate list of ten words each, and you'll have to put together two words from your word list to form an item for each round. All right, so you each have your list of words, correct? Yes. Yes. So what you will do, each of you put together two of the, of the words from your list to sell me an item. My first occupation is... I am a professor at Hogwarts. Specifically, I'm a Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. And if you've read the books, you know there's a different one every year because it never turns out well for them. I'm a Defense Against the Dark Arts professor at Hogwarts. And Challenger, uh, since you're tied, normally the one who's behind get to go first. But Challenger Slothcake, you can decide if you want to go first or second. Or if you want to think, you can say second, so Brian has to go right now. I'll let Brian go first. All right, <clears throat> Brian, I am a Defense Against the Dark Arts professor at Hogwarts. What are you trying to sell me? Okay, so 
congratulations on your new position as the defense against the uh, bad magic. And um, <laughs> so I don't know if you've heard, but uh, people don't generally last in that position. It's very, it's very demanding. Uh, there's a high turnover rate. And I've things. I just didn't know any details. Well, and you know, you're you're always you know you're dealing with the dark arts. It's real, it's a real bummer, man. Just all that negativity, and it can be real stressful. It can really just drain you throughout the day. So, what I'm selling you is a joke club. It's uh, after you know you clock out, uh, you know, punch the old Hogwarts magic time clock. Uh, you can go to the joke club, which uh, is actually it's 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 not on Hogwarts uh, school grounds because the, the headmaster wasn't down with that. But uh, if you just go like a little bit off the uh, premises, there's Hogsmeade? a... Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, like The that. nearby village? Like by like the nearby village, sure, yeah, of course. <clears throat> anyway, the joke club is where you can get together with other uh, former and uh, up-and-coming, soon-to-be Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers and uh, just, you know, tell some jokes, a little bit of levity, a little... You know, a little bit of joy in your life because really you have to focus on not letting the light inside be distinguished. Because once that's done, you're over, man. That that hmm, that that sounds pretty good. Uh, can you give me an example of any of these types of wizard jokes? I didn't say they were wizard jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're okay. But you can just like put the word wizard into an existing joke, like. Uh, why did why did the wizard hipster burn their mouth on the pizza? It's because they wanted to eat it before it was cool. So there you go. Okay, that's why the wizard hipster did that. But couldn't the wizard hipster just cool the pizza? Why didn't the wizard Why did the wizard hipster burn their wizard mouth on the wizard pizza? Just why? if you keep saying wizard, okay. um, magic. That's the answer. <laughs> oh, magic. Okay. Well, joke club sounds pretty good. It is a very terrifying and dark profession. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sloth cake. What do you have for me? Okay, so you're mad I'm moody. Am I? And you have a cane. Are you needing to use a cane for walking? Okay. And I have something called the virus cane for you. Oh, really? I know that you're, like, super paranoid and, like, constantly vigilant about things. That's true. And so... With this, you can just like point it and shoot a virus out at something without having to get too close. But why do I want to shoot viruses? Isn't virus science? No, they're wizard viruses. Oh, like what? Like they'll dewire their wand. Oh, I thought you meant medical virus, but now I'm even more <laughs> off board. Now that I know it's like a technical <laughs> virus. <laughs> Yeah, there are technical viruses. They can, like, burn up other people's wands and stuff like that. They can make them malfunction. I don't know. I think this It's like a... It's kind of like a firewall for you. So it'll just, like, briefly not work, and then you can have time to use your wand and do, like, actual disarming magic. That explanation makes a little more sense than your first one. I think I'm going to have to go with the joke club this round because you're assuming I'm Mad-Eye Moody and I'm not. I'm the new current day one. So one, or actually uh, this round you get two points per answer. Brian got two points. All right. My next occupation is I am Aaron Burr. Sir? I'm Aaron Burr. Sell me an item. 
And Brian said you had to go first this round. You can choose if you want to go first or if you want the challenger to go first. <clears throat> okay, okay. I'll, uh, I will let the challenger go. All right, challenger, sell something to me, Aaron Burr. This is called a prayer wig. Okay. Now, you're always biding your time. <laughs> and you're just so willing. You're just going to wait for it. And these are references. <laughs> no. Just keep going. But I know for sure you're willing to wait for it. And I know, like, back then you guys wore wigs and stuff. All right. And I would imagine you're a praying man. And so this is a special wig that was weaved by Native Americans. Oh. And they put in all of their, like, wisdom. It's like how grandmothers cook things with love. The Native <laughs> Americans did that. Native Americans weave with wisdom, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's like that. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty And they just item. sort of bless it. And then you can wear it about town, and, you know, when you're um, telling people off and stuff, hopefully you'll be protected a little bit by does your it, wig. Does it help me win duels? Oh, you win some. Okay. Big. Good. Is it because of my wig? It's am all a, because of your wig. Am I a big wig? You're a little wig. Oh, well, Little pigtails. I don't know if I want that kind of wig. I was leaning for this item, but I don't know anymore. Big, big pigtails. <laughs> oh, a tiny wig with giant pigtails. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. You can take the pigtails out and then make it one like normal size hair piece. Oh, okay. All right. Brian, what do you have to sell me? Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna begin my pitch by uh, wistfully telling a story of my childhood. <clears throat> when I was a boy, I used to. Actually, it doesn't apply to this one. Okay, so you're uh, you're you're Aaron Bo you're Aaron Burr. I am. So it could be very stressful being Aaron Burr. So I'm pitching you this idea called the Joke Club. You <laughs> no, go to Hogsmeade. You can't use any of the old words. What? You None to, of the old words? No, you okay. have to get rid of the two words you just used and use new words. Oof, okay. Wow. Okay, all right, all right. <clears throat> then in that case, uh, I'm going to uh, put these two words together and say, uh, okay, you're Aaron Burr. It's very difficult being Aaron Burr. People are always, uh, you know, putting you down, man, not giving you the, the proper respect you deserve. Uh, things come so easily to some people while you just keep <laughs> working. Okay. And... Uh, that can that can really build some like deep deep dark resentment like in your soul in your gut and it, you know if that if that festers for long enough it comes out in some very unhealthy ways like maybe you uh, murder one of your political opponents in a duel uh, so in order to prevent something like that from happening I think uh, you should check out my new product it's called Light Revenge. Uh, so anytime someone wrongs you, you, you get your light revenge right away. You know, something very small, like you replace their, uh, their sugar with salt and they put salt in their coffee. Boom. Oh, light ew. revenge. And what, basically what this does is, um, by, by getting it out of your system early and often, uh, it won't build up to the point where you do something that you might regret and you become the villain in somebody else's story. <laughs> hmm. All right. That... That, that sounds very intriguing. 
but I like to get revenge. I want some big revenge, and I think my prayer wig will help me win some duels. So points for the prayer wig. Two points for sloth cake. Your last person that you're selling to, that's me. I am a radio show psychiatrist. So, Caitlin, since uh, you went first that time, what do you want to... No, you didn't. Yeah, you did. Do you want to go first or second this round? I'm a radio show psychiatrist. My name is not Fraser. I'll go first. All right, go. Okay. So you probably get calls from a bunch of people who need psychological help. I do. And sometimes all it takes is you know, making them happy, telling them to do things they like to do. If it's not like murdering and stealing and pyromania, stuff like that. Okay. But I will see you a tent. This on any tent, week. <laughs> it's a pleasure tent. Okay. You're, you're pitching a pleasure tent? <laughs> oh yes, I'm pitching a pleasure tent for all of your callers. Hey, now, if they're willing work. to make the trek. Okay, first of all, your radio show will be playing throughout the tent. For whenever they come, they can still listen to you and hear your advice. You can soothe them. And they can have, like, fun stuff in there. Like, I heard this one place where you just go in and you pay a bunch of money to smash a bunch of stuff. And then that helps you feel relieved. Okay. There's a section where you just smash stuff. And then there's, like, coloring book section. And there's game boards. And there's, like, coffee and books. All sorts of things in that pleasure tent. Okay. All right. So the pleasure tent. Uh, Brian, what PG item do you have to, to sell me? <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, so you're a uh, radio psychiatrist. I am. I'm sure you've been doing it for a very long time. Oh, yes, like 30 years. Wow, hugely successful. I bet you've won countless uh, CB awards. I, I win oh, Well, I, I win some years. I don't win some years. That's true. Okay, well, anyway, like your, work, <laughs> your, your work is highly important, and it should be preserved for future generations to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you probably have a, a tape of every one of your shows, like I all do. radio hosts do. Well, I'm missing one. Uh, that's okay. Well, I can't do anything for that yet. I'll work on a future product that might help with that. But <clears throat> as of now, you need a safe place where you can store all of your, t uh, show tapes. So I'm pitching you the tape cage. Uh, you just put all of your, uh, tapes of your shows in the tape cage and it's, uh, designed to be, uh, virtually, impossible to break into and uh you know it keeps it dry you know the weather is not a factor so you can take it outside take it with you on the go um can also take it to a pleasure tent you can take you can take it anyway, to a pleasure tent yeah why not and um oh, one more i forgot to mention that uh actually there's a um there's like a wormhole inside of of the uh the, the tape cage so when your tapes are inside the cage they exist outside of time so they they don't age and they they don't you know physically degrade over time so it keeps them just perfect so Ooh, when the smithsonian calls you wanting your entire catalog you have it ready to go in pristine condition Ooh, tape cage i i think i like you know i think i like both of the items that way i can use a tape cage in the pleasure tent everybody gets points you, now, you both have a total of four points that round, and you are tied overall 16 to 16. Hmm. You're it's doing a close very one. Well. It's a barn burner. Now, here we go. Event three. This event is called Musical Bears. 
couldn't think of a good name and because of that i came up with a whole new type of round so we've been talking about musicals a lot on the podcast right brian you've been oh uh, yeah like one or two yeah you've been having like a, a musical crisis do you like them do you not like them <laughs> no, i always I always hate it when you're at a party and you guys play musical crisis <laughs> and you have to walk around in circles while you contemplate the meaninglessness of your <laughs> life it's terrible well, that is sort of how musical bears works except without the walking and except not at all how it works, actually. So we've been talking about that, and the new today did request a music quiz when she was talking to me earlier. So I give you musical bears. Here's how it works. I will say a famous line from a well-known musical. Starting with the challenger, you will have to tell me the next word in line. Not the whole next whole line, the next word in that lyric. And then, once you say it, the other player has to say the next word after that. Back and forth until someone messes up. Okay. And that's how it works. And uh, I'm worried. But why bears? You may be asking. Because it rhymes <laughs> with chairs. <laughs> that is the first reason for why bears. But now there's an additional reason for why bears. The winner of the question does not score points, but they have an opportunity to when they get a question about bears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so before hearing the question, you can choose if you want to answer it or if you want to have the other player answer it. If you get it right, you get a point. If they get it wrong, you get a point. So you have a choice to get a point either way. Depends if you are confident in your bear knowledge. Mm, okay. All right. So, Caitlin, you are the challenger. Your first musical lyric comes from the musical called The Sound of Music. It is the classic mm-hmm. Do-Re-Mi song. What lyrics follow Do-A-Deer? Give me the first word. A. Brian? Female. Deer. Ray? A. Drop. Oh. Golden. Sun. Oh, yeah, also rule. Me? No googling. <laughs> Me. A. Name. I. Call. Myself. Ooh. Fa. A. Long. Long. Way. To. Run. This is scary. <laughs> so. A. Needle. Pulling thread. This is it law. It's law. And note to follow. So yes. Tea, you drink with jam and bread, and it all comes back to dough. No, that will bring us back to dough. See that—that's where you get it messed up. So, Caitlin, since you won that round, do you want the bear question, or do you want to pass it to Brian? <laughs> um. So wait, we don't get points for getting that. We have to answer bear questions. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, but you get two points per correct question. If you get it right, as I said, you get two points. But if you pass it and Brian gets it wrong, he gets two points. I mean, no, you get two points if he gets it wrong. Um. By the way, if you question. get this wrong, he would get points. You want the question? I'll get the question. All right. A female deers are does. Male deer are bucks. Mommy bears are sows. What's a daddy bear? I know they're called papas. Papa Bear, Papa Bear, Mama Bear, and Baby Bear. Sows and Papas? (laughs) I'm sorry. The answer is boar. They use the same terms as pigs. Yeah, they use the same terms. The hint was a mommy bear is called a sow, like female pigs are. Oh, for some reason I kept hearing deer. Well, that was the first half of the question. (laughs) Oh, 
I also thought you were saying deer. That uh, yeah, okay. I yeah. thought you said the mama deer is a sow, and I was like, that doesn't sound no, right. Mommy bear. Okay. It's a bear question, Caitlin. Okay. What's musical bear? Can I take it back? Yeah, take it I, back. What's your answer? I I okay. Uh, I think, four. I, I, can we get like a boo for me because point? I I misheard it in the same way. Okay, I'll give Caitlin. What's your answer? Boar. Boar is correct. You got it right. <laughs> all on your own. So, all right, you got the two points. All right, question two. You can choose if you want to go first or second on this one. Speaking of daddies and bucks, let's move on to Annie. I'll that's, go second. That's the only reason that I had said daddy bear and mentioned that male deer are called bucks was to get a daddy war bucks connection. Oh, God. Your first Respect. line. Respect, Ben. Game re- game I like this game, game no, though. No, this game took me maybe an hour and a half on its own to get this all formatted. I like it. Speaking of daddies and bucks, let's move on to Annie. Your first line is, it's the, it's, by the way, it's the, it's the hard knock life. I would have gotten that right, uh, wrong immediately then, because I, I did not know that. Well, it starts off, it's the hard knock life, and you're, Brian, you go first. For us. It's. The hard knock life for us. It's <laughs> <laughs> Is the same line repeated forever. <laughs> uh, no, Brian, do you know? I know the tune. I just heard a word. Instead. Yeah, that would count. It's steda treated. We get tricked. Okay, but well, steda is not a word. I I well, I would have counted reject instead. the lyrics. If you said steda, I would have counted. If you said instead, and Caitlin said of, I would have count- I would have counted that too. Okay. So Brian, you get to choose pass or play on the bear question. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it. I'm gonna pass it, man. Okay. So, God. Like a kidney stone. Oh no! So <laughs> not very well and painfully. You're gonna pass this question. So Caitlin, if you get this right, you get the two points. If you get it wrong, Brian gets the two. What color is a polar bear's fur? Clear. Yes, it is clear. Easy. Four. You got two more points. You're at four. Brian, you should have picked it up. I would I would have gotten that wrong anyway. Should we have gotten the points either way then? Congrats, Caitlin. <laughs> All right. Speaking of colors, Yellow Submarine is a musical by a little known <laughs> band called The Beatles. Oh, I forgot. Uh, one of uh, Caitlin's aliases is The Fifth Beetle. Okay, oh, yeah. Ahead. The Fifth Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> So, Yellow Submarine is one of their music. I'm a ladybug. The first line of the titular <laughs> song is, In the town where I was born. Caitlin, pass or play? Pass. <laughs> the start of the Yellow Submarine starts, In the town where I was born. I? All right, let's pass to the middle of this song instead. We'll go easy <laughs> mode. So, the first line is, We all live. Brian, you get to go first. Inna? Well, I guess if you want to, but that's two words. I well, I thought it was like Annie Rose. Like you just mash them up. Not this time, but now Inna's one word. So Caitlin said yellow. Submarine. All right. Done. A. No. <laughs> Wrong. They say yellow submarine three times, and then they repeat <laughs> that whole they line do. again. <clears throat> A yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, and then we eat submarines. All no. <laughs> fall down. Do <laughs> we all go to subway? Because we got hit by a torpedo. <laughs> all right, so Brian, since you won that round, pass or play on the bear question? I'm gonna pass. 
All right. Uh, Caitlin, all right. This is multiple choice. Which uh -huh. of the following you could have played? Which I didn't the, know it was multiple <laughs> choice. Which of the following is not a type of bear? A, blue bear. B, lightning bear. C, sloth bear. D, spectacled bear. Which one is not Oh, What was the second one? It's blue, lightning, sloth, spectacled. I'll say lightning. Well, you would be correct. All of the rest are types of bears. I knew sloth bear was. Two more points That's for you. That's blue. Does the spectacled, spectacled bear wear glasses? I think he looks like he does. Oh, cool. That's I'm, me. I like that. It's a cool bear. All right, two more questions in this event. All right, Caitlin, pass or play on the first round. I'm not telling you what it is. Play. Play, okay. Speaking of lightning, one of the best songs in Greece is ah. mostly nonsense words. Grease lightning. Eh, <laughs> connection. Your first line is, we go together like... <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite round. King? No, wrong. Green? Cam? <laughs> no, you could do that like, rama, lama, I thought it was like, do da 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 I was trying to see if any of you anywhere in that song. Okay, we all know we all know the words, guys. Let's all on the count of three, we'll all start singing it. Right. One, okay. two, three. We, we go together like. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, since Caitlin failed in the first one, Brian, you get to choose pass or play on the bear question. I will pass it. Are you sure you want to ask this one? Yes, I'm going to pass it. Okay, Caitlin. <laughs> from which president did the teddy bear get its name? Peter Roosevelt. Yes, two more points. Eight total on that round. Last Oof. question of this round. Speaking of President Teddy Roosevelt, there are three statesmen that he particularly admired. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> so, of course, your last question is over the musical <laughs> Abe. <laughs> Specifically, the song called Who Abe? You Abe? I haven't heard that. It's real, though. I looked it up. So, you is ready? This like a, is this like a Hamilton also ran, or was it a pre existing This is condition? like from the 60s, I think. It's a condition. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. We'll do a Hamilton one instead. No, no, no. Let's do the Let's just do one. the whole soundtrack. No, your song is Washington on Your Side. It starts twice with Aaron Burr saying that it must be nice to have Washington on your side. How does Thomas Jefferson start responding? Brian, pass or play? Uh, I'll, I'll play. All right. What's the first thing Thomas Jefferson says? Every. Don't be looking at your book. I'm not. Is it every action? Has. It's. Equal. Opposite. Reaction. The. I thought it was the cabinets fractured in factions something. No, it's thanks to Hamilton, the cabinets fractured into factions. Sorry. Try to crack under the stress, we're breaking down like fractions. We smack each other in the press, and we don't print retractions. I get no satisfaction when Sigmund spits a fits of passion. The way he prints and prunes and dresses like, uh, like a word avalanche. It's the best. All those words, what sound like other words. What's that called again, Ben? Uh, I think it's rhyming. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> it. Rhyming. I love it. All right, so Brian, pass or play? This one is worth... Eight. And it's worth worth four points. I'm one. gonna pass. Are you sure? No, I'll play. Okay, you could pass if you want. I'll play. It's a really hard one. I'll pass. Oh, are you sure you want to pass? 
Is it really hard? <laughs> I, it depends who I'm asking. Oh. Uh, I'll play. At least then I'll be in control of my own destiny. Okay, so for four points, in what city do the Bears play football? That's uh, uh, Chicago. Yes, four points. The Bears. Kitten, would you have known that one? Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if you would or not. And you know what? Chicago is also a musical. Oh. Are you in Chicago now? No, I haven't seen no, it. that round's over. Oh. No, you, you finished it, and Caitlin is now ahead by four points. It is Woo! 24 to 20. All right, next round is called Face Off. I want to take his face. Yes. His face. Oh. Round one, fight. Oh. No, I want to keep it. You can keep your face. Oh, we're not going to take our faces off? You are not taking your faces off and switching them. I'm this doing round, yeah, we you, know, have... you know what? You know what? You know what I'm doing my hands right now, Ben? I'm taking my face off. Oh, I thought you were eating a peach. Oh, hours. no. I, I could for, yeah, for, for hours. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So in this round, I will give each of you a list of people and a list of superpowers that may be good, may be bad. I randomly picked them out. You will each pick a person in a power, like the uh, Podman round, to create a champion and they will then be in a head-to-head battle, and you have to convince me about why you think each one would win. Three rounds of that, six total champions, two points to each successful winner. Brian, you are behind. I am. So, do you want to have the first champion or the second one? Or- oh, first champion. All right. Who is your first champion? All right, man. My first champion is a sushi, a sushi chef who is faster than a speeding bullet. Oh, that's pretty good, but let me flip over... The bonus modifier, they are chained to their evil twin. The sushi chef is? Yes. Okay, okay. All right. Let's, yeah, let's go hold him back. Sloth cake, who is your champion? Okay, I am a grizzly bear, and everything I touch turns inside out. All right, and your bonus modifier is? You are armed with a dubstep gun. Heck yeah. All right, so all right, who would win? Both of you try to convince me. I would win. Okay. I think case closed. <laughs> but the sushi chef is faster than a speeding bullet. But I can but... touch him, or he touches me and turns inside out, and he's dead. Basically, mm-hmm. I would think. And, and and also, I'm chained to my evil twin, who faster than a speeding bullet, so that slows me down. Well, if he's your twin, <laughs> why wouldn't he also have the ability? What? Are you think all twins are uh, genetically identical, Ben? Is that? It's up to you whether or not you're identical twins. Okay, we're identical. We're both uh, super fast, faster than a speeding bullet. So. But what if uh, your evil twin be moving the opposite direction of you because he's evil? Oh, that could rip you apart. I would. Um, okay, well the the, the sushi sushi chef. I I have trouble saying sushi. <laughs> the sushi. Sushi? Sushi? The sushi chef uh, would sacrifice his evil twin brother. He would throw him at the, um, what, what am I fighting? A bear that touches Grizzly things? Bear. But okay. you're chained to him, so you'd also be throwing yourself. Well, I, well I, would, I would use him as a human shield, and then you would touch him, and he would turn inside out. And then I would run faster than a speeding <laughs> bullet, dragging his inside-out corpse behind me. <laughs> And how would you win this battle? 
Uh, I would I would uh, I would go to a weapon uh, uh, supply store and get like some just like like a bazooka. I just like a bazooka and then come back and then uh, shoot that bear with a bazooka. Oh, she has a dubstep gun. <sighs> yeah, but that, oh, that hit it and music. then you'll end up going really slow and deep. Mm, I don't know. I I can make sushi very fast. I don't know if that helps. Uh, There's eat fish, though. I think Sloth King won this round. Yeah. I mean, Do I could, I could, I could keep the bear docile by feeding him uh, that fresh sushi. Oh, oh that's I would a good over, point. I would overfeed him to death. How about that? That's Just nonstop sushi. How would you handle the sushi? Caitlin? I would kill you and then eat some sushi in modern <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the new today two points for that answer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, Caitlin, new champion. You have to go first because you won. Okay. I am an Amazon warrior okay. leading a team of trained velociraptors. Oh, you're trained velociraptors, and your bonus modifier is... Where'd it go? You are really good at parkour. Yeah. Okay. I am a derby girl riding <laughs> a, a nuclear missile. Well, that's pretty much the modern-day Amazonian warrior. Mm-hmm. With a nuclear missile, and you are armed with a piranha launcher. Oh. All right. Who wins? Ding, ding. Fight. I have a nuclear missile. Okay. Brian wins. <laughs> no, my velociraptor. Wouldn't he die too, though? I, I don't know. He is the one doing the attack, though, which means I think he still wins. My velociraptors are trained, and they can like run around and... They can do like those football, whatever it is. I don't know what you're football talking about. Football moves. After the huddle, they break and then they go do their things. How can they? Like kind of like marching. We had our <laughs> maps of where to go. But how does this help against a missile? They would kidnap it. No, Brian wins. <laughs> ding ding! Two points to Brian. Woohoo! All right, this one is worth four points because it's the last one of the round. All right, Brian, you won. No, you lost. You won. Wait, I won. You won. I won. So you have to go first. We won? Yes. Okay. Then your third uh, final I, challenger. I am a Godzilla. Oh. Who can leap over buildings in a single bound. You can almost step over buildings in a single bound. Your bonus ability is you are armed with a really, really bright laser pointer. Okay. All right. And Caitlin? I'm King Kong. What? <laughs> and I can only be killed by a shot to the head. All right. And you can summon infinite trampolines. Yeah. That's how I get so high on my buildings. You don't climb them? No, I jump on my trampoline and then grab. Okay. <laughs> All right, who would win in this fight? Ding, ding, go. Well. <clears throat> I can only my... be killed by a gun, and you can be killed any other way. I, what, was the, what was the wording? A shot to the head? Um, Is it just a shot, like any yeah, kind of shot? A shot to the head. Like a laser shot to the head? Like a really bright mm -hmm. laser pointer to the head? That sounds no, like, like a gun. Like a gun. <laughs> Judge rules. It means any kind of shot to the head. No. I mean, I could. I mean, I could choose to not. I could choose to not do 
do it, but um, Godzilla is not throwing away his shot. <laughs> oh my God, guys! Uh, people have thrown me up over their shoulders, and they're hoisting me up in the air, and they're singing "He's a Jolly Good Fellow" for that sick Hamilton reference. You know, I think Brian wins this round despite the Hamilton reference. Because of the Hamilton you mean reference. Because of. Despite of. Well, it looks like you this... will never be satisfied. <laughs> this round, Brian is ahead by four. Last round, you were ahead by four. You are again tied going into the final round. Ooh, couldn't get any closer. Ah, uh, it could. No, like, like it's impossible. We're tied. No, you can't it could get any get closer. Even closer. <laughs> okay. In All the right. Final event, WrestleBrainia. Your brains will have to wrestle each other to see who is the best. So, as we all know, Brian is an expert in all topics known to mankind. It's true. He has remained unchallenged for the past 81 episodes of the Happy Cast. Is that how many we've done? Wow. Yes, time because flies. I forgot we changed our numbering up in season two. <laughs> that was dumb. So, yeah, we did do that. So, we have more than we thought we had. <laughs> but today, a challenger approaches. Can it's she, me. Yes, it is. Can she conquer the aggro Brian and go home a champion? Or will Brian add another skull to his wall of defeated challengers? That was Whoa. like Pokemon. <laughs> That's true. He does kill everyone who loses this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The challenger and have both selected some of their specialist categories. The challenger's three specialist categories this week are... Hamilton, Harry Potter, and the West Wing. Oof. So let's see how you... Well, you're an expert in all topics known to mankind, Brian. That's true. So you should be fine. Okay. All right, we'll begin. First, you, you will both answer both uh, these questions. All of them are number-themed, so you'll be fine. Uh, let's begin with the new today's first expert category, Hamilton. How do you feel about this category? Do you feel confident, Caitlin? I feel okay. I thought. Are you? Sure? you I thought you're your expert category. You only feel okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Why are you scared? Who knows what you're gonna ask me? All right. So Hamilton, specifically, a ton of Mark Hamill. He is. Uh, what? Joker. He is perhaps most known for his role as Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Ah. Uh. In a book titled The 100 Dumbest Is this of- true or false? No. No. <laughs> I'm not done. In a book <laughs> titled The 100 Dumbest Events in TV History, what ranking did the Star Wars Holiday Special reach? Caitlin, you choose first. Brian can also choose. Whoever's closest gets th- gets a gets two points. It doesn't matter if you go over okay. or not. That's fine. So what do you say, Caitlin? 37. 37 on a list of 100 t- Dumbest TV Events. Brian? 38. 38. The answer is number one. It was number what? one on the dumbest <laughs> events in TV history. <laughs> so Caitlin being closer gets two points. Number two. Okay, back to Hamilton for real this time. This time, ha, Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley is a board game manufacturer founded in 1860 by a man named... Hamilton. Nope, Milton Bradley was his name. 
Milton? Was that, was, was that the question? No, that was not the question. That wasn't the question. That was just seeing if Caitlin knew. And it's me. You were wrong. They were taken over by Hasbro in '84, but in 1965 they released a game ranked at number 53 on Time's all-time greatest toys list. This is a two-part question. Caitlin, you have to answer first. What was that toy, and how many monkeys did it contain? Monkeys in a barrel. Eight. <laughs> All right, Brian, your answer. Okay, uh, the Milton Bradley. Uh... All-time greatest toy. What was number 53 on that list, and how many monkeys did it contain? Milton Bradley. They Parker Brothers did Monopoly, so it's not that. Milton Bradley. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what they might have... Famous Milton Bradley. Did they do the Rubik's Cube? I'm going to say the Rubik's Cube, and it contains zero monkeys. <laughs> Let's see. The answer is barrel of monkeys, not monkeys in a barrel. So you don't get points for that half, Caitlin. Honestly. <laughs> but you are the closest on the second half of the question. The answer is actually 12 monkeys are in a barrel of monkeys. So you get one point. Shucks. I had a barrel of monkeys when I was a kid. I forgot that until right now. What I thought you said boy. chucks, like the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, you get to answer first this round. For, okay. for real this time, on to Hamilton. And you know what ham makes me ill a ton? Spam. <sighs> okay. I'm yes. really stretching for, the, for these. My favorite thing about Spam is the Weird Al song titled Spam, a parody of Stand by R.E.M., Here's a two-part question. What is the length of the song according to Wikipedia in minutes and seconds? And on what album was it originally released? Oh, this is for me. You get to answer first. How okay. long is Spam and on what album was it released? So uh, it's, it's roughly three minutes long, maybe a little less, but three minutes. And this is tough because I primarily listen to Spam on the food album compilation. Oh. So I can't, I'm having trouble remembering the debut album, the actual uh, CD it's on, but I, it's REM, let's see, okay, okay. So I'm gonna say it was um, even worse. All right, Caitlin, how long do you think the song was and what album was it on? Huh? This is also for you. Well, the question. Did you fall asleep during the question? <laughs> how long, how long? Is Weird Al's song Spam, and on what album was it released originally? Five minutes. Um, <laughs> spam a lot. The Weird Al album Spam a lot? Yeah. Okay, no. Uh, it is three minutes and 23 seconds long. Brian gets the point for that. And it was originally released on UHF, the original motion oh. picture soundtrack and other stuff. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay. But you get one point for being closest. All right, Caitlin, you get the first question this time. Now that we've covered Hamilton, we'll move on to your next expert topic, Harry Potter. How confident do you feel about It's these? not going to be about Harry Potter at all, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel confident in this category? I guess. Who knows? The series spanned seven books and eight movies. According to some guy on the website Quora, what is the total number of pages in all seven Harry Potter books? And part two, what is the total length in minutes of all eight movies? So how many pages and how many minutes long? I'm going to say 8,723 for the, for the pages long. 8,723, all right. And how many minutes? 
is the are all the movies put together? I'll say three thousand. Three thousand minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Caitlin, do you know how long Ooh. that is? <laughs> <laughs> Did you think about that? I started to do the math and then I gave up. It's like fifty hours. <laughs> I was gonna give like hundred and twenty minutes for each. Okay. And so, I was like, that's eight. Alright, so Brian, how, how, how many <laughs> how many pages is it total between all seven books? <laughs> well how many minutes long is it? How many books were there? There were seven books. Alright. Seven books. So I uh, you know, like what did Caitlin say? Eight thousand seven hundred and twenty-three. Okay, I mean, I think it's closer to like like three thousand five hundred. All right, thirty-five hundred. And how many minutes long is it? Caitlin's answer was fifty <laughs> hours, so three thousand minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you, hers is high. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's actually like uh, as somebody who recently watched all of those movies, um. I'm painfully aware that uh, the total runtime is like a like a thousand minutes, like seventeen hours ish. A thousand minutes. All right. So I will let you know that first of all, pages. It is three thousand four hundred and six pages. You were very close, Brian. Really? <laughs> you were I thought it was like five hundred pages or seven hundred pages for each of them. All right, five hundred pages a book times seven. What's five times seven, Caitlin? 35. Oh, so 3,500? That's, that's oh. how I got my answer. <laughs> that's what Brian's answer was. <laughs> Man. Right. And it's 1,180 minutes. Brian got them both right. That gives mm. you three points on that round because you got both of them correct. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to brag, guys, but I I spent like a, like a good week really thinking about Harry Potter a lot. <laughs> so Brian won on the Harry Potter question. I'm so dumb. All right, Caitlin, you answer first this round. Stan Harry Potter. The main... I'm a big Potter fan. Like, I love it with the the magic blanket and the Wizard <laughs> Olympics. It's the best. Uh, staying on Harry Potter, the main character of the Harry Potter series is Harry Potter. Harry. That's not the question. Snape. Oh, sorry. But the question is, who is his worst enemy? Caitlin, you're first. Oh, worst, worst? He has a bunch of enemies. I'll let you know. Say... Uh, no, well, I'll... no. Hold on. According to my judgment, who is his worst enemy? No. Voldemort? All right, Brian. Puberty. No, sorry. The answer, <laughs> Brian, you were close. I'll give you half point for that. The answer is himself. He is his mm-hmm. own worst enemy. Ben, that's not even fair. It, it's fair. I said according it's to In me. your head. Yeah, you're my sibling. You should be able to better than Brian can. But no, Brian gets half a, or gets a point. He is now ahead five to three this round. Caitlin, your third expert topic is the West Wing. You feeling good about this one? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're losing all confidence in your expert categories. Well, the West Wing, a political drama about the White House staff, starred Martin Sheen as President Bartlett. It was created by Aaron Sorkin. His son is Charlie Sheen. Okay, that's not the question. (laughs) (laughs) It spanned seven seasons and 154 episodes from 99 to 2006. But... Here's a two-parter again. How many episodes were in Latin, and how many episodes contained the name Bartlett? How many had Latin? How many were only written in Latin, and how many were how many had the word Bartlett in the title? And you get bonus points for any that you can accurately <clears throat> name. 
Any what? Any of the titles. I, I miss. I didn't know we were talking about titles. I thought you were asking how many of the episodes are in Latin. Oh, that's I was like, what oh, I really. I was like, Sorry, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> how many episode titles are in Latin? Okay. And how many episode? I mean, the, almost all the episodes contain Bartlett. But how many episode titles contain the word Bartlett? And you get okay. bonus points for any episodes that you can accurately name and title. So, Caitlin, I'm first. Gonna, I'm going to say four Latin. Four Latin. And how many have the word Bartlett or the name Bartlett? 13. 13. Um, let Bartlett be Bartlett. <laughs> All right. Bartlett's back. What, Bart President Bartlett. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I thought I just heard an ice cream truck. Okay, Brian, what are your answers? I can use some uh, ice cream. My answer is three, uh, three in Latin. Three in Latin. And um, what was Caitlin's answer for uh, the, the second part? Thirteen. I mean, Thirteen. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. All right. Oh. And do I need to name some specific ones? Only if you know them or if you want to cry. Uh, there's like Bartlett, Bad Bartlett Rising. It's uh, how, how Bartlett got his groove back. Um, there's the one... Where uh, strangers on a Bartlett, and who oh, could yeah. forget? Uh, everyone's favorite, um, Bartlett Man. That's it. That's okay, it. Bartlett that's Man. Uh, it's well, like Birdman. Well, first of all, I'll let you know four episodes were in Latin. Can't Woo! exactly right. And Do I uh, get extra points? No, because it's a small number. Oh. If it were a big number, you would. And Brian gets the second half of that point because there were only four that have Bartlett in the title. Man. But, Kaon, you did name one correctly. Let Bartlett Be Bartlett is an episode title. So <sighs> you got an additional bonus point. And weirdly enough, you are now tied again. A total of 32 to 32. For real? Mm. For real. 32 right. to 32? Yes. All right. Question seven. There are eight questions total. Question seven. On eBay, there is a Hamilton playbill signed <clears throat> by 22 members of the original <clears throat> cast. How much was it currently going for when I looked like a week or two ago? Okay, are, are we talking about highest bidder or the buy now price? Uh, I think this was, I, I sorted by most expensive, and this mm -hmm. was a number that I saw at the time. Okay. I will say 10000 All right, 10000 I think it was probably, um, maybe, I don't, ooh, I don't know. Can you tell me all 22 names that are on that playbill? I can tell you that Lin-Manuel Miranda's on it, okay. but okay. that's all they listed, and it showed a picture of it. Mm. That, that's an important historical document, um, so much so that in like five years, there'll be a movie about Nicolas Cage stealing it, and there being a map on the back of it, but uh, oh. I'm going to say, I mean, that sounds, I bet it'd go for about $6,000. $6,000. Well, I am actually going to check right now and see what it is in case it's gone up because both of you were way over. <laughs> no. Yes. If anything, we're under a million? Yeah, a billion dollars. Gazillion. <laughs> time I went to a Wendy's to pick up some a group of friends. It was like midnight. And I pull up and I had the order written down. And I said, uh, yes, um, I, I need 18 crispy chicken sandwiches. And the, <laughs> the lady at the 
drive-thru says, that'll be a million billion dollars, please. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> they're like a dollar each, but okay. And then what happened? Um, then I, I bought my chicken sandwiches, uh, drove home. There was an accident on the way home. Nothing serious, but um, there, there was a wrecker. And so I got home a little later than I was expecting. I got home, and uh, some of my friends had left because the accident uh, prevented me from making it home in a timely manner. Uh, so I ate three chicken sandwiches. My buddy Bill ate two. Um, our friend uh, Jacob, he only had one. He wasn't feeling super well. Uh, so I ended up having about like eight chicken sandwiches left over, so it was dumb. All right, so are you ready for the answer? <laughs> oh, right. I forgot we were podcasting. Okay, yeah. The Hamilton cast playbill that was signed is in condition, and it currently is going for $2,750. What? I'm going to buy that now. That's two, crazy low. Two points to Brian. Brian is now at eight. He is ahead 34 to 32. And remember, whoever wins is the new co-host of Happy Cast, Oof, or the current, intense. or the current current co-host if it's Brian. You're this making is the, me want to intentionally lose. <laughs> this is the final question, the Triple B Challenge, also known as the Brian Brainbuster. Uh oh, no, I love no. Triple B. It's me, Brian Fieri. Oh no, you may wager your points on this question. Like Final Jeopardy. If you're mm -hmm. correct, you'll double them. If you're wrong, they're gone. So each of you silently text me the number of points you want to wager. Caitlin, you have 32. Brian, you have 34. What are we waging for? For winning. It's like the end of Jeopardy. You wager how many points you'll think it'll go. Just text me the number of your 32 points. Okay. You got both of your answers in. Or your... Did we say the same thing? You did not. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, Brian is an expert in all topics known to mankind. So to choose his specialist category, I will spin this giant wheel. Or, Brian, you spin the giant wheel. All right, well, the categories on this wheel range from ancient Incan priests to German uh, authors it. in the 1500s uh. to discontinued Australian car models. Ooh. And it landed on... Frasier! Oh, what? Whoa! Aww. Oh, that is lucky. Okay. Season 2, episode 23 of Frasier, titled The Innkeepers. Frasier and Niles buy a restaurant together and co-run it. Mm, classic. So, for your wagered points, tell me the name of the restaurant before they bought it or what they decided to call it afterwards. You get double how much you wagered, even double-double, you can name both. Mm. Double double. Should we do we text you the answers? Oh, for... uh, the text so that way I know that you're not cheating. Actually, you know what, Caitlin, you go first. You don't have to text like, say out loud. Say out loud. What is the name of the restaurant before or after or both? Um, Super Nazi was before. Okay. And after. It was Kramer versus Kramer. It was Kramer versus Kramer. You made just two Seinfeld references <laughs> <laughs> for Frasier. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. All right. Oh my god. So Brian, what what mm -hmm. are your answers? Can I take back my wager? No, you can't. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine. 
Um, it was okay. So it was it was a high scale French restaurant that they bought. Uh, I can't remember the name exactly. Something French, like Pierre's. Let's say that's a French sounding name. And they uh, changed it to uh, something also like the the Crane 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 Brothers Cafe Crane. That's what they called it, Cafe Crane. You were closest. You were really close. So I'll give you the bonus question for both of you to see who really gets this. What is the name of Frazier's father's dog? Caitlin, you're first. Spot? Spot and Brian? Eddie. Eddie, all right. So first, I'll let you know the name of the restaurant before was Orsini's, and they named it the French for the Happy Brothers. So Brothers Crane was pretty close. And the answer is Eddie. Brian wagered all his points. He gets 68. Caitlin wagered uh-huh. four points. So she is down to 28. You're ahead by 40 points, Brian. And you uh-huh. are the winner of the Abentis. Oh, yeah, brother. Thank you. I want to thank. <laughs> I don't know. I have no one to thank. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ben. I want to thank Ben. I want to thank uh, Caitlin for being uh, such a great contender. It was a hard-fought victory, and uh, I'm I'm number one, undefeated uh, now and forever. Thank you very much. All right, Caitlin, what do you have to say about your historic loss? Um, I have to say that you knew I was going to lose on that one, and I, I didn't know it wasn't a fair co-host. Oh, you're saying it's rigged? It was rigged. <laughs> it was not rigged because. The bonus questions in that last round, seven of them were on your specialist category. None of them were chosen. And only one of them was on Brian's Wheel of Knowledge. People, write in, tweet us, Facebook us. Let us know who you think is the real winner of the Abentis. Stay happy. You have to tell her she's... Fired. Oh. Well, she's not fired. I never hired her. You oh, are sick. not staying on for a further sick. job here. You're not hired. Oh. Am I just going to be like a podcast consultant like Sherlock? Except no, because you, you're not hired. Except I'll consult. <laughs> uh, do, do your catchphrase. We decided to go a different direction. We decided to go a different direction. I went left. And uh, that concludes the show. So until next week, remember, keep happy. happy.